0: Well, as you've been hearing on the news, there could be a loosening of liquor regulations in the City of Vancouver. A report will be presented to Vancouver City Council this week with several recommendations to do just that, ending some red tape in some areas, streamlining liquor policy. And joining me now in studio to talk more about this is Vancouver City Councillor Mike Klassen. Good morning. Good morning, Jill. It, It might seem a little early to be talking about this, but it's something that certainly has been discussed at length. And just before we started this conversation, you had mentioned, too, uh, some archaic liquor laws that have been around for a long time.
1: Well, uh, Vancouver has been known in the past for its sort of puritanical (laughs) approach to uh, liquor. And, you know, I think back to, gosh, when I was young. Uh, and you couldn't buy a beer in, in an establishment on a Sunday before Expo 86 came along. Right. So that was one of the sort of the milestones. Sort of fast forward to today, uh, we have a number of rules in place that are our legacy rules. Other municipalities have moved on, don't have things, uh, rules such as uh, distance requirements between venues. Uh, this uh, new uh, report by staff is bringing forward several recommendations that uh, I plan to support. And I think I'll Others in council will. Uh, will probably ask a few questions, but generally this is really, I think, a positive direction.
0: So when you say the distancing rules, what specifically could change there?
1: Well, we like to use the example of what happened with the Fountainhead pub on Davy Street. It's across from a nightclub, ce- celebrities. Uh, uh, one is a pub, one is a nightclub, but because they were pro- uh, so close to each other, uh, the proprietor of the Fountainhead, who wanted to have more seats outside for his patio, was not allowed to have that, so an exemption was made, and it was seen as a good example, essentially a pilot, and it worked fine. So we, uh, I think this set of changes will make it so that those kinds of issues don't arise again
0: it also calls for uh, the removal of the moratorium on new liquor licenses uh, in, in specifically in the Granville entertainment district so what will that look like do you think is that going to become kind of a free-for-all
1: no I don't think so and and I think it's it's I think it's really important that there is some change there I believe that you know the Vancouver or the Granville uh, entertainment district for example is going through a major public consultation we want to re-energize that street we want it to be a positive place our place where we can go see shows and, and, uh, and socialize. And, and I think that, uh, uh, for example, the new Cineplex development, which will have, I think, approximately 1,500 seats, a place where you can be able to go watch movies. It's going to be and have open sort of spaces that you can um, get together. I think that the renovation and uh, establishment of that uh, new venue there is going to be an exciting change among others.
0: When we talk about liquor laws, though, how many of these are are, I mean, obviously, you're dealing with the 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 city laws and the city Mm -hmm. bylaws and rules, but it's also provincially regulated. Where do those two kind of meet? Or are there roadblocks in that some of the rules or a lot of the rules are also provincial?
1: It's a really good question. So one of the things that we are doing is that we're uh, collapsing a lot of the control under. So in the past, we've had several different uh, checks and balances for proprietors that each one of them potentially can contradict each other. So now we are uh, under this, uh, these changes, collapsing all of the city's requirements and responsibility under one person, the chief licensing uh, officer. So that person is going to make the final call when it comes to it. We also do have provincial uh, requirements and a provincial licensing officer. So I think that there will be some effort to work with the province to see if we can kind of consolidate that jurisdiction. But again, those are conversations that the city will have directly with uh, the provincial liquor requirements.
0: Right. So, But when we talk about something then, removing the moratorium on new liquor licenses in the Granville District wouldn't those be liquor licenses that businesses are getting from the province? Uh,
1: they are they are definitely provincial liquor licenses but we have uh, controls over numerous neighborhoods including uh, Gastown and Chinatown and the downtown east side they're all kind of collapsed together and the Granville, Granville Invertain- Entertainment District But I think what this will do is it will uh, eventually allow uh, innovation in in the industry and I think that that's the thing that we're looking for now is really to support small business. Uh, People who are providing these services have uh, been kind of stuck and not being able to change, and that is a very costly business, so the fact that we're uh, raising the uh, number of eligible seats in smaller venues, I think this is a positive thing. It makes it more economically viable. And then there's just other innovations there. The idea that we can start to have um, uh, what are sort of non-traditional places, uh, barbershops, bookstores, spas, uh, where you can actually have, uh, you know, like a beverage with uh, whatever service that goes along with it. And so, and then also, we're also talking about our sort of neighborhood villages, trying to move it a little bit outside of the downtown core so some of our uh, sort of town centers around Vancouver can also have uh, great establishments.
0: How will that work when you talk about kind of the non traditional places spas, bookstores, uh, hair salons? Is that also provincial, though? Would those businesses have to apply to the province or they would be able to start start offering alcoholic beverages?
1: Again, this is something that they'd have to probably go through both agencies, but at the same time, um, the, the fact that we are allowed to permitting it through our bylaws will make it uh, a much more smooth process.
0: What kind of a timeline do you think we're looking at here if this all gets approved at Council? Uh,
1: if this gets approved on Wednesday, it'll probably come back in a in number of bylaw amendments uh, through public hearings. Um, uh, Definitely in the coming weeks And into the new year And I would imagine that uh, Operators can start applying For these in the spring
0: All right. So uh, in the spring, we could see some of those uh, changes, big changes coming to liquor rules in the the city. Uh, Mike, I want to ask you, uh, you are here, I wanted to ask you as well about the park board, because a lot of former commissioners and chairs are going to be going to tonight's meeting, first meeting since the mayor announced uh, he's asking the province uh, for the the approval to get rid of the park board. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I support what the mayor is bringing forward. I've seen in my own experience, certainly in the last decade or so, we've seen that uh, that. That lack of uh, optimization, the, the fact that we could have uh, one entity, the city, working just like other municipalities and cities all across North America. We could have uh, a, a more combined system that will allow us to improve and then make those investments uh, right into parks that we needed. I think that we all agree that we've not seen our parks have not been as best as they can be. And this be- definitely, I think, will give us an opportunity to, to put that energy and resources into making our parks better.
0: Did you see it deteriorate, though, or or change in that? Didn't you used to be a proponent of the park board?
1: I did, but, you know, that was a bit of a different context. Uh, I was uh, running with a group that was uh, in support of it, but my comments were really about the fact that at the time, the Vision Council was slashing the budget and making it very difficult. And so my comment was generally that, if you're going to take away all that responsibility, then you might as well uh, move it into the city. But I think in in the time since, I've seen the fact that we're not um, not doing as well as we can be, and I believe that uh, this is a the the need for an actual elected park board is not something I, I, I think that the public is really interested in. I think that they're really interested in making sure that we have really great parks.
0: What have you heard from people? What has the feedback been like since the announcement?
1: I'm, I'm certainly hearing it all, but uh, the overwhelming response has been, this is a good uh, good move and, and um, so I'm glad to hear that because I think in, in all of our uh, uh, sort of talking to the community is that they want to see improvements in parks and, and see those services being done by one entity uh, really well, instead of having to have sort of different jurisdictions. I think the, you know, I use the example sometimes of last uh, winter when we had a great big snowfall and they were trying to clean the seawall because people like to go down there and walk and run and um, it, it- one side of the Burrard Bridge is park jurisdiction and the other side of the Burrard Bridge into False Creek is the city jurisdiction. And and it made no sense to me that, you know, a a cleaning vehicle had to stop there because it wasn't in the same jurisdiction. That to me is one small reason that we can sort of change, make sure that the services are all aligned.
0: Do you think it's the right way to do it? I know a few people have emailed and mentioned saying, but it is an elected board. Maybe there should be a referendum or there should be more of a gauging public opinion before making such a big decision.
1: I'm firmly supportive of what the mayor is is bringing forward, and I think that, again, uh, it will uh, be up to the voters in 2026 to decide, but at the end of the day, I think the overwhelming majority of comments that we're hearing from the public is that they support this change.
0: All right. Thanks so much for coming in this morning. You bet. Thanks, Jill. That is Vancouver City Councillor Mike Klassen again talking about changes coming to liquor rules in the City of Vancouver and uh, the Park Board meeting tonight. First meeting since the announcement from the mayor looking to abolish the board.